0: for the New York Yankees, the
1: shortstop number two. Welcome back. This is episode one forty of the NYYST podcast. I'm your host Christian, as always, joined by my co-host Chris. You and you preoccupied with something?
2: No, I'm just looking at a picture. Are you, a
1: picture of what?
2: The Yankees on the was it on their plane wearing all those? Uh,
1: because right of... before we opened, what up? You didn't even give me my intro. Right uh, well, because right before we opened, uh, Chris was talking about anime porn. And no, you you suggested that's it how to we're me. starting I, this. Um, yes, podcast anime porn. I didn't suggest it to you. I told you that I don't like watching anime, and I was upset that. Netflix is bringing He-Man back as an anime series. And you were like, anime porn? That's the only anime I've ever heard
0: of. I didn't know anime was like an actual uh, category. It's pretty popular. I've only known anime porn. (laughs) Never
1: watched it. Animal porn, that's what you just No, 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 no. no. (laughs) Don't get me in trouble. And Stack guy, Rye. What up? I feel so out of the loop because I was away last weekend. So, I don't know. I feel like the three of us in the
0: in the middle of this season, like, the most important times we've
1: all Is been it re- really that important, though? It really not. Uh, it really not. This, Wait, if if, uh, if Mike Francis can take off nine weeks in the summer... Uh, yeah. That's true. I well, thought about that. You know, all I these guys take off. Okay. 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 <laughs> as much as I love doing this podcast and as as important as it is to me, I'm still gonna enjoy my summer and if that means i gotta miss a show or two during the summer then uh, i'm I'm gonna do that well you you love wildwood it's not even that you love summer i like going to the beach
0: that's you have your own parking spot at the beach yeah bro
1: spray painted my fucking name right on, (laughs) right there
2: take the mic off bro do a little set for us no don't don't do that
1: (laughs) is that what you want yeah Um. Yeah, so uh, I was down the shore last weekend, just a quick uh, weekend trip. Uh, Hopefully, you guys didn't burn down my she shed. Well, if you if you if you
0: watch and listen to the show when you're not on it, you would. I don't.
1: I told Ryan. uh, Can you raise your mic so that you're there? You go. I told Ryan the week after I was on vacation that you were on vacation that i'm such an maniac that if i know i listen do
2: with me i know i listened that i won't listen to it you know what the best part of this new setup is that i have such an easy hit of your face i now. you know i
0: thought of that <laughs> when i i thought of punched it you. i did think of that for the pod i i didn't think of it until it right now <laughs> until right before we started recording like yeah. an hour ago
1: you know it's late I you know i don't really have the energy to pick him up and continue to show how
2: long my arm is
0: that counts <laughs> Yeah, right.
1: Yeah, you no, into it doesn't. It. That was like a pitch if you lean into it. That's right. It strike. absolutely doesn't count. Is there? Do we ever set an expiration date on that? Um, no. Yeah, it passed. No, it didn't. No. All right. I'll, in fairness it's to It's definitely got to be before the end of the season. No, in fairness to Chris. Or maybe it's
0: right after the end of the season. Okay.
1: Right. <clears throat> the punch on the pod has to occur before the Yankees report to spring training for the 2020 season. All right. Wow. All right. That's Sounds good. fair. I like it. Okay. So the last pod before they report to spring training for the 2020 season, so sometime early February, if you don't punch him, the pass expires and goes to him. Wow. And then it flips? It flips. And then okay. Chris that's has until the all-star break I like to punch this. you. And then if neither of you punch each other, then I get to throw the air conditioner at both of you. Before, If, if you, you made it through smart. the anime porn segment of the show— can you and you're still
0: listening? Can you please leave us a rating and review on iTunes? We haven't gotten that many lately, and I'm upset. And I'd like some my five feeling, star ratings and reviews. If you're watching on YouTube, hit subscribe. Hit the like button, that little thumbs up there. Okay. Uh-huh.
1: Okay, so that's that's the ruling. I'm an independent arbitrator on the punch on the pod. That's the ruling. Ryan has to pull the trigger. Before, before they report. Before they report to spring training for I think 2020. That's fair. And if he doesn't, Chris gets to hold that in his hands until. I think that's fair. The all star break of 2020. Then it reverses. Deal. Deal. And if. Neither of you do it. That just gives me more
2: incentive to punch you.
1: Yeah. And then if neither of you do (laughs) it, then you will be unmercifully bashed for being a couple of bitches. I'm I'm definitely going to And then after you call us that, we'll just pounce on
0: you and tee off on your face. Okay. Because that's not going to happen.
1: Because you're a wimp.
0: Okay. I would kick your ass in three
1: seconds. Here we go. These These are one of those types of things that you just let him go with. So it fills his ego meter. The Astros won today. Oh my God, I'm so scared.
0: <laughs> I'm not even looking at the division anymore. Red Sox won. I don't even care about the AL East anymore.
2: Rays won. I okay. care about
0: the Astros. So what? The leads nine. It's over. If they blow this, it's I don't. They don't deserve it.
1: No, uh, you know what? I got I got people that tweet me every day. They they come up with the new math on how the Yankees will blow the division, and I'm just like, come on, like. If they blow this division, I mean, and they, what are we even talking about here? I'm not even excited for the postseason if they blow right. this division. Right, because clearly something catastrophic happened. I mean, what else could happen? Even now, you just look at the guys in the last week or so that have wound up on the I.L. Like Jonathan Holder, Stephen Tarpley. Today, friggin' Tyro Estrada. Yeah, who, it's crazy. Who, who hasn't? who hasn't been affected by an injury of some type in this season, okay? Gardner's been on the IL, even though Glaber and DJ LeMay you have avoided IL since they've still been hurt and missed games. Nobody's been completely healthy this year. Nobody. I know. I know. So, I mean, if the Yankees have survived this they can survive it. I'm sure that they're, they'll hold on, and I even, I'm even i going to stick by this. They will not be challenged in this division over the course of... How many games are left? Like 37, 38 games? Yeah, Dude, something I'm, like that. They're not going to be challenged. And when I say challenged, that means that the lead is going to get down to four games. They won't feel Tampa Bay's breath on their neck for the rest of the year. Okay? It's just not going to happen. No. And, again,
0: and if they do, something wrong has happened because, what did we say, nine games eight games. I mean, it's not in the walls column, right? Yeah. You're telling me then that even if it gets close, the Tampa Bay Rays finish the season winning, winning what the gaining four games, five games on this team. There's no way there's no way. No, and how many times do they even? The
1: Yankees are eighty three and forty three, which means they played one twenty six. So had a one sixty two. There's thirty six games left. The Yankees are gonna blow a nine game lead with thirty six games to play. I don't see it happening. I mean, and, it's and happened. Only, and they
2: only play the Rays two more times, so it's not like the Rays can.
1: Yeah, yeah,
2: okay. do it themselves. Where in at the trap? In September, they play, yeah, in Tropicana. Burf.
1: Or the Yankees. I mean, the Yankees, I don't really, honestly. Just two games. And uh, we're going to get to some fan questions later on in the show. And one of the questions is about this. I don't really expect the Yankees to play great this week. They're going out west. It's late in the season. Uh, they never play well in Oakland. The Dodgers are the best team in NL. And then they're playing Seattle. So, uh, you know, if they go 4-5, and five, are you going to cry about it? No. No. Like, no, um, I think they go
0: four and five. Uh, it's a, that's a winning. That's a that's a road trip that you, you knock nine that, games off the right.
1: schedule playing basically five hundred baseball.
0: We've talked about it. They gotta. You don't want them to play five hundred baseball. No, you kind of do because. Uh, but it, at this point, it's it's getting the job done. Now, something me and Ryan talked about last week was, yeah, this division is locked up. We can say it's locked up, um, but you still care a lot about winning home field advantage throughout. You do. It's very important. If they're going to play, if they're going to play the Astros, it's very important that they play them with home field advantage.
1: Oh, absolutely. I 100% agree with that. And my point to my counterpoint to that, <laughs> however, is that as important as it is, I'm not going to risk further injury. Well, that's
0: that's what we were weighing. I think we were weighing like how?
1: What? When does it get to a All point right, so where? Yankees, before we get to that, the Yankees play uh, thirty six games left in the rest of the regular season, right? They play five hundred baseball. They'll win one hundred and one games. Are the Rays getting to one hundred and two? No. No. So there's will, no way it will take one hundred and two wins for the Rays to top. The but Yankees.
0: again, I don't think that's even the main focus anymore. No,
1: but I'm saying, but there's still people out there that are trying to find ways and. You know, people that call themselves Yankee fans are trying to find ways that the Yankees are going to blow this. That they don't think the Yankees are going to hold on to a nine-game lead with what do we say, thirty-six games left to play? And again, if they don't, then
0: then they don't deserve to win this division. If
1: they go eighteen and eighteen the rest of the way, they're going to finish with one hundred and one wins.
2: But just to your point, Chris, with home field advantage, the Yankees this year at home are forty-nine and twenty. The Houston Astros at home are forty-three and fifteen. So. No, the yeah, Yankees it's need,
1: no, it's very important that the Yankees need to finish with the best record in not only in the American League but in in all of baseball because your hope is that they get to the World Series and you yeah, want to play game 7 all game 7s in your own building but I'm not going to risk it at the at expense. my pl- at the expense of my player's health. And that's something that
0: you just brought up and it's something that we talked about last week when does it get to a point where you say, okay, we need to have the best record in baseball, but we're not going to push it here because we can't afford any more injuries. What's what's more important? What outweighs the other being at that healthy. point?
1: Absolutely being healthy. Yeah.
0: Dodgers I, Dodgers are forty-eight and sixteen at home. So, so, so what you all these teams
1: are great at home? Yeah.
0: So then tell me this. What give me an example where you would be protecting a player
1: all right glaber torres's core acts up the last week of the season again you're gonna you're gonna ride him that last week no division's locked up you you're down a game for best record
0: no no i don't think they're gonna have to do that with this roster but do you start benching all these guys a lot in september like i'm talking
1: they play two games they're they sit i re i reevaluate once the division is officially officially clinches and when i start reevaluating things I might not even play any of my, guys. you know, with the forty man rosters. You know, you could really take it easy the last 10, 12 games of the year, and you might want to. If DJ's groin acts up and you're you're tied with Houston uh, for the final in the in the final three games, you're tied with Houston for best record, and DJ's groin is acting up again. What's more important, honestly? Yeah, no, I uh, would you rather have a healthy DJ Lemayu going yes, into the postseason? One hundred percent.
2: Plus, you have series against teams like the Rangers, the Tigers, the Angels. So because you're, you're not gonna you you be have playing. a better
0: chance of winning on the road with DJ LeMayhew healthy than you do at home without DJ LeMayhew at all.
1: I'm not. That's what I'm saying. I'm not risking any of my guys' health for ch- chasing the best record. If my guys are healthy and they want to play because they're ready, they're good to go. Yeah, I'm going. I'm, I'm going to go for it because I understand how important. Uh, Game seven in Yankee Stadium is because to honestly, it's the biggest reason why they didn't win the ALCS in two thousand seventeen. That game seven was in Yankee Stadium, they're probably in the world. I Series. just
0: I said that last week too. I said you look at la, you look at twenty seventeen, if that game seven is in New York, the New York Yankees are winning the AL pennant and they're playing in the World Series that year. End of story. They didn't they didn't lose one game at, at home that Not, whole postseason.
1: No. But if uh, you know if you determine that judge needs a couple days off towards the end of the year, I'm, I'm going to give it to him. Yeah, I'm not going to ride. I'm not. I'm telling you right now. And if it comes down to the last week of the season where it's to see if Seve can give me four or five innings and I got to I got to stretch him out a little bit, and I might quote punt that game as opposed to putting Herman out there who's been my ace. Obvious, honestly, finding out a Sevi can be a weapon in the postseason is more important. So I'm going to use that game as a, as an experiment. Yeah,
0: I agree. And and speaking of Sevi, everything I've heard uh, seems to be positive so far.
1: Well, he pitched a sim game today, so yeah, we'll see how he. We got to see how he wakes up in the morning. But
0: what's the? I mean, think about all the negative we've heard of him, and uh, everything's been positive so far. So you, you got to hope that he stays healthy here. And we get to see him in some games in September. All right. So the last,
1: since the last time we did a show, since the show was put All out, of the, us. well, just since there was an episode of the NYYST podcast, the Yankees went. Uh, where did they go? They. They or, went 6 and 2, on, went this six and two trip on this, this home stand, right? So there's no, they beat up Baltimore. Who cares? They won. But as I, I was on with our friend Munch over out in Cleveland this week, and, you know, we were talking about this, it doesn't matter to me that the Orioles are as bad as they are. To beat a team 16 consecutive times is freaking impressive. It's tough. Because you would think that along the way somewhere they get a fluke win or the Yankees they, they get a good pitching performance from somebody. Uh,
0: look at look at them, at the, look look at at them against they, the Red Sox. The Red Sox haven't beaten them that many times. And I'm sorry, I know the Red Sox aren't as good as they were last year, but they're still the they're still the Boston Red how Sox. How many times
1: have the Yankees played them in a doubleheader this past week? What are you usually doing doubleheader? Split not it, this year for the Yankees you know and the Yankees what did they go 14-5 in these last 19 games where they played 19 games in 17 days yeah I, I mean come on there's, <laughs> there's too much negativity surrounding this team and I understand that you know you're not going to feel satisfied unless they win the World Series but we're not there yet we're in We're in the middle of August we're just like, look, let's just look at what's going on now that's the problem the problem is that
0: the fans have gotten so hungry for a championship that everything is looking ahead instead of just enjoying what's happening right now. This team has had every excuse, every single excuse in the book to be a shit team this year. And they are not. They are the best in baseball. And I don't know if that's still true after today. Did the Dodgers win?
1: Did you have a Dodger dog for dinner? What's a Dodger dog? It's what they call their hot dogs out there.
2: Yankees are still the best in baseball.
1: There you go. Okay, so...
2: <clears throat> okay.
1: But... Take a look at the Cleveland series here. They just wrapped up today. Yankees lost uh, 8-4. They split with uh, the, the uh, Indians. I was out at the stadium Thursday. What an abomination that was. Before you even sat down, it was 7 nothing. And, you know, does that change your mind about them possibly using an opener in the postseason? That Jack, Jack Green had pretty much nothing? Uh, no.
0: No, it doesn't. Because look at what he's done in his whole body of work this year. And, again, you can't just look at his ERA. It you, doesn't really mean you, you have to go into...
1: You have to look at his I what think, his ERA is as an as opener. As an opener,
0: and I think before that game, uh, I don't know
1: about after, but before that game as an opener, he had a 1.86 ERA, I well, believe. I think Katie Sharp tweeted uh, during the game that his last nine opener appearances, tw- over like 12 and a third innings, he hadn't allowed a run. That's phenomenal. Now,
0: do they really want to do that? Do they... Do they want to use the opener? I think it depends on Sevi coming back and how how much they feel they can trust him. Because if you have Sevi, you obviously are throwing Tanaka out there, Herman, Paxton. I mean, you probably don't need the opener. Mm, Where's depends. the opener going to fit in?
1: Well. Let's look at this series from a pitching perspective. They split the they split the series. They won the middle two games. What did the middle two games have in common? The Yankees used a legitimate starting pitcher in both of those games. I thought and they about were, that too. And they were able to roll out their bullpen and win those games. Thursday night they used an opener, went to Loizica. It it didn't work. Uh, you know, we wound up fin- seeing Mike Ford pitching the game, which uh, it's it is what it is. Uh, I don't know. He seemed to be have, having a couple of good chuckles out of it. I, I I didn't sitting in the stadium think it was all that funny losing nineteen to five with Mike Ford on the mound, but I didn't. Uh I didn't care for it. You know, Tanaka backed up his he went into the ninth inning against Toronto last weekend, uh backed that up with six and a third, two runs against Cleveland. So you gotta feel encouraged that he's starting to round into oh, yeah. shape. Uh he said that he was working with Larry on gripping his splitter, or slider, or whatever. I forget what they said. Splitter say. looks much better. Okay, so, you know, he's working with the pitching coach on that, but Larry doesn't do anything. So, it was probably some video that he watched on YouTube. Right. Um, <laughs> and then yesterday, uh, Saturday, because you'll, you know, you'll listen Monday morning, uh, Paxton gave up four over five innings. Not great. Again, gave up a, a two spot in the first. Seemed to settle in, and then it was that. Uh, what was it? The fourth inning where he gave up a pair of runs. He really should have been out of it because he had. Uh, I can't remember the batter. I want to say it was Santana. He had him struck out. The umpire didn't miss the pitch. Then he proceeds to give up another. Couple. Was that the one two count? And then he he.
0: The yeah, pitch it was, was a one yeah, two count. The pitch yeah. was up a little
1: bit. Top of bit. the fifth. You're talking about. Was it the fifth where he gave up the two runs? I thought it was the fourth.
0: To a sharp ground ball to left field. it Went to talk. I know he had a one-two count. I was listening. I was driving. And I was just so pissed. I didn't realize the umpire missed the call that bad. But I was so pissed that on a one-two count... Yeah,
1: it was the top of the fifth inning.
2: That scored Lindor, and then Puig was up next, and he drove in uh, another run.
1: Uh, Yeah, it was Santana. Santana, you know, if you go back and watch that at-bat, Santana, you know... It was, it was probably – it was a strike, okay? He should have punched him out on it. He didn't. Then um, he gets a hit, scores Lindor. Uh, Puig comes up, gets a hit, tie game. Okay, so, you know, if things go a little bit differently, now we're looking at where he gives up 2 over 5. Maybe he gets to go into the 6, which is really – you know what? If you're all you're looking for, even though he gave up uh, 4 runs over 5 innings – uh, LeMay, you came back in the bottom of the fifth and and, and uh, took the lead back with a home run. You're, look, you're really only in the postseason. This uh, Boone is only really looking for starters to get through five innings tighter with the lead. Yeah, and I thought of this today.
0: You just brought this up, but you really want to evaluate the Yankees against the playoff team, which could be the Indians coming out of the Central Division. Uh, I thought of what you just said where... Those two games they they lose, that's not happening in the in the postseason. You're not throwing CC Sabathia on the mound in the postseason. Even if even if you want to say the opener, the Yankees are up in that series two to one. You think uh, CC Sabathia is coming out for game four? And even uh,
1: Friday night, uh, the Yankees won three to two. Tanaka got uh, gave up a run in the seventh inning because uh, he won six in the third. You know, in the postseason, Boone's gonna he, he's gonna have stars in his eyes when Tanaki gives him six runs, six yeah. innings over one right. one inning. He's not gonna let him pitch the seventh inning. Mm-hmm. So, you know, you manage things a little bit differently because it, it still is a regular season, but you can see where the formula is for the starting pitching come postseason. So that's that was the encouraging sign that they, even though they split that they the two games where they put Guys that you would expect to be on the mound come October, they won those games. I think if Herman continues to pitch the way he's been
0: pitching, if Sevy comes back dominant, you could see a situation where James Paxton has an opener in the postseason. And here's why. And here's what I'll say. Don't don't get angry just yet. I agree with you. His first inning is any inning he comes in. But I was saying to Ryan last week that If that's going to be effective, if that's ever going to work, then in that first inning when he's not pitching, he needs to be throwing a simulated inning in the bullpen where he's no longer warming up. He is pitching max in the bullpen in a simulated inning. So that way when he does come in in the second or third, whenever
1: that's going to be. What if it's just him being on that mound, finding out what works that day? Then you're going to prolong it where he gives up. Well, f- then maybe that's something you experiment with moving it, forward. If right they now.
2: are going to do that, that's something that they're going to have to address before the end of the season. I don't where know they're if g- I want to I'm use an first. opener.
1: I don't know if I want to use it with Paxton because he's really one. Of, he's really one of the guys that has the ability to go in there and shut a lineup down for seven innings. So mm-hmm. why am I using an opener with
2: him? I just wouldn't change it for his sake because I that that's something that you have to test yeah, out and see know, if you it, can. Come Wait, out of what the are you saying
1: to him going forward? You're hoping that this yeah. guy's a player for you for the next couple of right. years. What are you saying to him going forward? Oh, we don't trust you in the first inning anymore. So here's an opener. Yeah. No, this guy's supposed to be your at least your number two. That's true. I I just that's don't why know what... I don't agree with things like oh let's move Judge down the lineup. No, this is supposed no. to be your this is supposed to be your guy. What are right. you saying to him that he's in a slump, so now he doesn't get the bat second anymore?
2: You let it ride. There's certain situations where it's more than just this season, and that's something that you know has long-term effects. You know, have if he was a free
1: effects. agent at the end of the year, I'd say, screw it. Who yeah. the hell cares? But he's not. He- and I feel
0: like Judge is starting to come around. Uh, he had a couple good games, and he's starting to turn on that inside pitch a bit. He's still not fully there, but he's starting to turn on that inside pitch a bit, which for me, I think, shows that he's not favoring the oblique as much that he's turning on the ball that well. Um and I think that's really been the main concern there.
1: Uh so Cece came off the IL today. He really didn't have it. He gave it four runs in the in the second inning only won three innings. Uh I said this on when I was with Munch on Thursday because you know being uh coming up with Cleveland they have a spe- they do uh hold a special place for Cece there uh what's left in a the tank there's not there's there's really honestly yeah. there's really not a lot left in that tank. <clears throat> yeah
2: i agree i agree with that but i also think that this lineup is just terrible for uh cc sabathia with Ron, switch I hitters
1: just, yeah i agree Yasiel but i I, just, I, I don't know i just don't think there's much left right now i know
0: It's. i don't know what does this team do then i mean what do you do with cc sabathia i don't because th- if he was going out there right and he was throwing six seven innings every time out you could say, "Look, we got a we got a comfortable lead. We're going to keep throwing him out there. He's eating innings up, but the fact is, he's not going to eat up innings for you."
2: I really think it might be almost an audition process for these last month, this last month and a half between him, Jay Happ, and Nestor Cortez, and those three might have to battle it out for a playoff spot.
1: Oh, the Haps winning easily, to be honest with you. It, and it, but it might
2: be two out of those three. I think two of those three will make the playoff roster, and one of them will be left out. Left out, whether it be Nestor, CC, or Hap.
1: Well, if you went opener, right, and then you wanted somebody to pitch two or three innings, would you feel more comfortable Hap. with Hap? I would go Hap.
2: I think Hap. See, I think Hap would be the one more fit for an opener because his his stuff complements Chad Green more. Where if you go Chad Green as an opener and then go to Pax, then they have very similar similar repertoire.
1: I don't know. There's no there's no really good answer. The good the the answer is that Tanaka. B comes to playoff ace like he's been. Herman continues to pitch at this high level and we don't have to worry about him hitting a wall because he's at a certain innings limit. Paxton finds the balls that he had when the Eagle landed on him and uses them on the mound. Okay. And then you need and then not in the division series, but if you you know, you are hoping to get to the American League Championship series or a fourth starter, that Sevy's a guy that by that point can give you four innings. And then maybe you can go, you know. You want to go Chad Green open sevy four, and then you go to your bullpen.
0: Is that something you want to do? I, I think that's a better answer. I think that's the formula. Regardless, of I think that's the a map. better
1: answer than uh, worrying about whether Hap or Sabathia are going to take a are going to take the ball. And if I see Nestor Cortez pitching fucking innings in the postseason, no. uh, something bad
0: happened. Yeah, no, that shouldn't be happening because Nestor Cortez has done his job and he's done it. He's done it fairly well, but if you really look at
1: He's a he's a he's a dog and pony show. Yeah, that's what he it is. is.
0: He's not good. Like you can't sit here and say Nestor Cortez is good. He stepped up in big spots.
1: No, he did it. Yeah, he did an admirable job this but year. But, he's but do I good. want him pitching in October? No, he's no, not good.
0: Not. But now you have to
2: also consider that Severino, if Severino and Betances both come back healthy, that's two pitchers that they're going to have to include in the postseason roster. So, well, yeah, that really some, would hurt. That's Sabathia. kind of what I was. Getting so at I think before. Sabathia's postseason. Chances are gonna really rely on the health of Severino and Del Batances and and whether those two come back and contribute.
1: It could. It yeah. absolutely could. Yeah, you gotta you gotta get uh what do you call it? you gotta get Batansis back and start seeing him in games. You gotta you did got he throw uh, a simulated game? No, Batansis threw off the mound
0: today. He he threw a simulated game. Sevi's up to a simulated game at this point. But as, maybe as, end
2: of August or September
0: 1st. As much as we can sit here and say that the Yankees ha- should have went out and got a pitcher, um, they're not going to be able to win without a pitcher, if you really think about it, if Severino comes back and he's the guy that we expect him to be every single season, if he comes back as that guy, you actually are sitting here and saying, okay, Seve's a guy we can throw out there. You got Paxton here as your number two or one A, whatever you want to call him, Tanaka, who's lights out in the postseason, and Domingo Herman, who's putting together a really really good season, and he's a guy who you really didn't expect it from. And they win when he's p- when he pitches. Clearly. He's sixteen and two yeah. this year. His ERA shouldn't be as high as it is. It's a little inflated. You take out those games when he was clearly hurt. We didn't know. And his ERA is in the low threes, and you'd be
1: talking about him as a potential slight young candidate. right. You really would. Be. You really he's, would. He's been 100. Honestly, he's been that good this because year. Because
0: I know wins don't matter, but when you have that many more wins than you do losses, and you're getting closer to 20, it it does mean something. It does hold its weight somewhere.
1: All right, so you know, uh, Yankees split with Cleveland. I mean, it's really it. it it's not good. It's not bad. It is what it is. Uh,
0: I, I think know. it's good. I mean, given given the games they won, I think they were pretty good wins. No, I, good I'm team.
1: encouraged by the fact that the games where they threw legit starting pitchers out there, guys you expect to see on the bump in in October, they won. Okay? Now you're going to say, oh, what about Chad Green in the opener? Uh, well, you know what? The guy was bound to, to throw a shitter, uh, shitty performance out there, right? How good has he been as the opener? I sometimes Yeah, yeah.
2: freaking lost any game. I just, I, I want to back up your Domingo Herman point. He had two terrible starts. One where he gave up seven earned runs against the Royals. That was May 26th. And that is,
1: he was probably hurt her,
2: then. Then July 23rd uh, at Minnesota, he yeah, gave up Yeah, that was eight
1: the one. Runs. That was the one if you're going to put in a star next to a, a quote bad performance. That's the one.
2: He hadn't allowed, he didn't allow more than four runs. In that A-L. was after his IL stint.
1: Yeah. Right. And, but everybody was bad that turn. Didn't, remember? Yeah, that was,
2: was more than four runs. Uh, any other point of the season
1: but if you look the the thing that really impressed me about Domingo Herman is the team was reeling a little bit when they lost three straight to to Boston he went out there on Sunday night baseball and you know you're not gonna you're not gonna throw bows over five and a third giving up three runs but he stepped up no but go back to the episode go back to the episode
0: when you said that this was going to really tell us who he was as a pitcher and he went out there, and he he fucking, he was phenomenal. He's in length, too, because he he's, he goes six innings yeah. uh, consistently. I I'll bet, tell you what. I bet he's one or two for innings
2: pitch. I'll tell you what, Tanaka too. Tanaka,
0: maybe? Tanaka, I'm gonna you go into Tanaka's game logs, he throws a lot of innings. He's in the sixth inning a lot of games. There's, there's more games where he's in the sixth, seventh, eighth, ninth, obviously, a couple times. There's more of those games than, you know, five innings, four innings, so on and so forth. Well...
1: You got something right?
2: Uh no, I was just seeing who who threw more innings, Tanaka or Herman. How many more innings do you think Tanaka's thrown than Herman? I don't uh, know, 30, 20. About like 25. 144 innings pitch for Tanaka, yeah, 116 for has Herman. Has Tanaka had there? an
0: has had a stint where they skipped a couple starts Let me give him an extra day when they can? Because I think them. if Spent Herman's it. healthy all year, yeah, he's, he's right got there. Definitely. Domingo Armand missed what? Three starts. Four starts. So, yeah. I mean, but we don't really care about innings eaters. Inning eaters come October. No, you really don't. You care about guys who are going to hand the ball off with either a tie game or your team in the lead. All right. And James Paxton right now, even though outside of that first inning, he's been pretty good for the most part. I don't know how comfortable I feel with... Handing him the
1: ball when he's notorious now for giving up runs in the first inning. Okay, but if he go, but like yesterday, he gets that call and Santana right. He goes five innings, only gives up two runs. Are you going to say no to that? No, is I'm it, not. But this is what I was talking to somebody about on Twitter yesterday, and they were arguing with me. I don't want to fall behind early, which is which is a fair point, but
0: especially in October.
1: But if you're gonna, if you know your starter's giving up two runs, why wouldn't you rather him just get it out of the way? Wouldn't you feel more comfortable with this? Absolutely. Yeah, with but this, there's a
0: difference in a big game. Look when, at the, look when at the you're 2017 giving
2: AL wild card game, they were down three nothing. After yeah, that
0: but, don't you feel then.
1: confident with this lineup? to Have yeah.
0: nine yeah. innings to yes. so overcome and I'm not two runs? They can't overcome something like that. But in big games, it becomes a little different. When you're playing a team who's as good and as dangerous as the Cleveland Indians can be, if you're playing them in the ALDS in a five game series. It becomes a lot different when you're handing the momentum. So now
1: now you're talking about something different now. So now you're talking about that we can't throw James Paxson out there. I'm not saying that you can't and that they won't. I'm saying that I would be a little more concerned than you sound. I'm not. I'm honestly, if he... I don't care when the runs come up. If you, you I know my starter is probably not pitching a shutout. He's going to give up two runs over six innings. Get it out of the way early. Settle in. Give them that false sense of security where they are like, oh, we're going to hit you today, and then boom. But now you're contradicting yourself a little because giving it up early, you're
0: not in the game for that long. We just said that.
1: What do you mean you're not in the game for that in long? In the
0: postseason, you're not in the game for that long. You're going to throw four innings. You want him to get runs out of the way early? He's not going to be in it that long.
1: He's going to pitch five or six innings.
0: Four or five is all I need out of my starter now, in the
1: postseason. I'll tell you what you're gonna hope you're gonna where are you gonna get the extra outs from if you're only asking four innings now. Severino, uh, keenly you want these guys pitching more I think Severino's I don't know what you're going I don't know Not what mm, I don't. You're gonna use him as a strictly reliever. Have him yeah. throw two or three times in a mm-hmm. suit. Batansis, Keaneley,
0: Adavino. Yeah. Got to remember, Britain, dude, they have Chapman. Had... That's five guys right there. You You're gonna trust, trust Batances all year, to give you know. multiple. Well, yeah, you got, I don't know. I said if Batanzas is healthy,
2: same with Severino. I, I go Severino right out of the bullpen in, se- in September. I don't even give him any starts, maybe just to give well, him some innings. Mm. But by the end of September, he's going out of the bullpen.
0: I think you might see Severino fill that opener role. I think that could happen.
2: I think if they are going to use an opener, it's going to be Chad Green.
1: Yeah, but what's the difference if you go because Seve to Chad it.
2: Green? Because Chad Green's done that.
1: Because I think the Yankees are expecting they're at least going to hope that uh, Severino gets to the point where they can give him, he can give him three or four innings. I
2: think he's going to be the bridge.
1: Then you're talking about something completely different. Then they shouldn't bother stretching him out as a starter. Well, who knows? Well, well maybe you got to see not, how maybe, not maybe you see how Betances sure comes around.
0: And then maybe Seve goes into a bullpen role if they don't feel confident with him. Do you
1: think Severino is going to be able to bounce back where he can pitch two or three times in a week? I do. I he's
0: think young, the guy hasn't pitched all year. Now you're going to ask him to be uh, Yeah, but I think if the Yankees mm-hmm. are throwing him out there, he's going to be 100%
1: see. ready to go.
0: You got to see how. In any role they put him in. In any role they put him in.
1: You know, I don't like this shit where the two of you are on the same side of the fucking table, all right? You, don't don't like talking. Like you want me to green. come on your side? No, know. Next no, episode, no. You know what I want? I, I want to bring my own tag
0: team partner in here. It was just for the punch. It was just to make the punch easier. Yeah. And I figured he wouldn't have your to get tag team partner. He over. would. Ha, I wouldn't. He wouldn't have to get as much leverage just coming across. So it probably wouldn't hurt as bad.
2: When I'm in agreement with you, I'll
1: hold my chair. You're going to jump and back and, and forth. Yeah. Okay. yeah. All right. So. Uh, Let's move off to the pitching here. And the other big story around the Yankees is this whole bullshit with the umpires. Uh, apparently Phil Cuzzy was telling was telling the Yankees a big FU today with the way he was calling the zone, trying to tell them, hey, you know what, I'm the boss out here. You guys need to shut the hell up. And uh, you know what, and I tweeted this earlier today, the Yankees just need to start biting their tongues and because they have a reputation now. Uh, You know, they're going to be made an example of it. If you want to use the term whiny cry babies, that's up to you. But, you know, they're not afraid to chirp a little bit when they feel uh, that they're being wronged. Uh, We watched as many games as anybody. You can see that there's issues with the strike zone. The Yankees are a little bit more vocal about it than other teams are. They're getting a reputation now. They don't want the umpires don't want to be embarrassed. And, uh... You know, the Yankees are, you know, they're going to be made an example of. It. And I think Phil Cuzzy did a little bit of that today with the way that he was calling the game. And you got to give Aaron Boone credit for uh, biting his keeping tongue his composure today because he could have easily got thrown out. But he knows what's better for the team right now. And it's, you know, it's, you know somebody was saying, oh, you know, he should yell and get ejected every game. No, he, he shouldn't. And, it's the Yankees know the players know that Boone has their back it's not about that anymore it's yeah. about what's best for the team you think Aaron you think Brett Gardner getting ejected every time they want to give Aaron Judge rest is good for the team no. you think Aaron Boone getting ejected every other game is good for the team no, no it's not so yeah we all have fun with the Savages It was a viral. It was a video and viral. Yankees are making millions of dollars off of it. Everybody's got sticking their hand in the pie trying to make money off of it. It's a fun thing. But you know what that did more than anything? It put a target on the Yankees back. Aaron Boone embarrassed the shit out of a young umpire in that game. He did. There's no other way around it. He embarrassed the hell out of that guy yeah and i'm okay with that okay you are but you're not League baseball might not but you are not in the umpires union and have you ever worked for have you ever had a job where you worked in a union new okay i have okay you don't fuck with the union don't fuck with the union you don't it doesn't matter if you like somebody or not if you're in a union together that's stronger than your personal distaste for another person okay so aaron boone You know he embarrassed this kid. That's in a in the umpires' union. The rest of the umpires are like, you know what? He who the fuck is Aaron
0: Boone to do this to this guy? Well, you see, you see the hostility now in every single game that we watch. They do. They have a target on their back. Every single move they make is being watched. And every little thing is going to be scrutinized.
1: And what happened last weekend in Toronto with that smug douchebag? I don't even remember his name. The one that threw that when they uh, threw Gardner out, uh, he didn't even know who he was throwing out. He told Boone that he threw him oh, out, but he right. didn't. He didn't really throw him out. That was another one. And then yesterday, we thought we were going to have Savages Part Two out there yesterday. It's yeah, you know, everybody last year was like, "Oh, Boone's soft. Boone doesn't argue, but he does." And you, you all were just too stupid to. Uh, understand that, and he didn't really uh, care to notice it until he did the the catching thing last year. But he has his guys back. Everybody knows that. Okay, it's it's out there. So we don't. Have, the Yankees don't have to worry about having a manager that supports the, that supports them and has their back in these situations. But what's more important right now is not pissing these umpires off. It really is, and I hate to say it that you're going to be like, oh, don't piss off the umpires. Don't because. Th- You really want to be put in a situation where the umpires are mad at the Yankees in the ninth inning of a crucial playoff game right now? No, because they have the
0: egos to truly
1: go against anything that they want. There's a borderline pitch, even a pitch that's not a strike. And you're looking at, you know, judges up. And we already seen how poorly judges strike zone is up. Judges up in a big spot in the ninth inning with the Yankees down a run. And there's a runner on third. Who do you think is getting the call right there? I agree. They already have issues with calling Aaron Judge a strike zone. What do you think is going to go through the umpire's mind when Aaron Boone's already been yelling at them for seven innings, eight innings? I I just
0: think that when you watch the tapes back and these calls on Aaron Judge, it has to stop. It's not fair to the player. These umpires need to adjust. And I'm sorry, the whole height thing is bullshit to me. That's bullshit to me. They got to be better than this. Some of these balls that they're calling strikes on Aaron Judge are almost in the. It looks like they're almost in the dirt. They're that low. Why is his height coming into play at that point? I could see if it was borderline. These
1: aren't even borderline. He's not that fucking tall. Somebody, uh, somebody on the fan said this today. I don't know which uh, host said it, but they it, they made it, they made a good point. Okay, it's that. The Yankees arguing balls and strikes right now is not going to change anything. All it's going to do is put a bigger target on their back where these umpires are going to look to get even with them. And the umpires, are uh, they're going to have the last word. No matter how much bitching and screaming Aaron Boone does, what is that going to do? How is that going to change the strike zone?
0: It doesn't matter sometimes because when your players are clearly angry and clearly frustrated... The point of a manager getting thrown out is to protect,
1: yeah. But the now rest of his it's not—it's not about that anymore. Now it's about the Yankees versus the umpires, which is, I think, well, yeah, it's it, become it's a, a battle now. Okay, so he's—it's got to stop. It, well, honestly, it has to clearly.
0: Stop. You saw that it's stopping today because there was plenty of times where I thought Boone was going out to get it to get thrown out, and and in the times where he started to chirp a little bit, when it got excessive, he had to walk away, and he walked away. He was frustrated. He made it clear that he was frustrated, but he walked away from the situation. At the way
1: that, point. that things, and the the host was saying, the way things are going to change is that you're going to have to do something in the offseason. You're going to have to get with, you know, the commissioner's office or the union or whatever, and and try to work on something. It's not going to change in season. All you're doing is pissing these umpires off more. Yeah, and nobody likes the umpires. They they overall suck at what they do. We've seen how bad they've been, but. They're going to have the last word. Guess who's going to call strike three on Aaron Judge to end game seven of the World Series? The umpire is, okay? So do you want that to happen? Do you want that? You no, you don't a,
0: want that hostility. Like I said, they control the game. I'd hope they'd be professional enough for But Phil
1: Cuzzy wasn't today. That's no, the point. he wasn't I mean, yesterday. He wasn't today. And he it wasn't it's yesterday. Not worth,
0: it's not worth that
2: risk. But because, I, I hope that they don't allow Brett Gardner banging the top of a dugout with a bat to get in the way of calling no, the game the and right And
0: you way. can't you can't trust the umpires to be professional no you can't and, look and, at how they
2: acted in this series
0: and to not take it personally because we've seen the egos on these guys and
1: you know judges out there mimicking the banging and you know everybody's yeah. got their cute uh, hashtag let Brett bang yeah, no no it, he shouldn't do that shit anymore I
0: just I no you're right he shouldn't anymore but I disagree with the fact that that's something getting him thrown out of a baseball game it, because you want to know why he's doing it he's doing it out of out of a voice for the team to show that they're frustrated without all of them going out there and telling the umpires to go but screw But if he's
1: getting ejected for right. it, he needs, now to, he stop needs to stop
0: it. Now he needs to stop. I agree. But, it's it, whether you think it's immature, I've seen so many people say that it's immature, it's stupid, fine. If you feel that way, fine. But But just know why he's doing it. He's not throwing a temper tantrum. He's doing it because clearly the entire team is angry at what's happening and that's that He's using that as the entire team's voice to say, get fucking better out there.
1: Stop. Yeah. And guess who else knows why he's doing it? Yeah, the umpires. The umpires do Right.
0: So you're right. He does have to stop now. And I think he said he's going to. I think he said it in the post game that it's not going to happen anymore because clearly he can't.
1: Regardless of whether or not there's an actual rule for it, it's something the umpires are looking for, they know why he's exactly. doing it, he needs to stop doing it. That's the definition of having a target on your back. They know what's
0: coming. They know what to look for, and if it happens, that's it. They're not going to tolerate it, because what is what have all these videos done now? All these videos are great to watch, and they're great entertainment. And I, I, not saying they shouldn't happen, but what happens now is that these umpires know that everyone's laughing at them. That everyone know they all know that when Brett Gardner bangs his bat on the top of the dugout, there's going to be a viral video out there. And they're going to look like a bunch of idiots who allow it to happen. And that was clear yesterday when Phil he came over, did the whole mimicking of, of Brett Gardner and tossed his ass out of the game. They're not going to put up with it anymore. So, yes, now it has to stop. Although, I'm a huge fan of it. You want to get to questions?
1: I don't know. What does Ryan want to do?
0: What do you want to do, Ryan? Yeah, we'll do some questions. You want some questions? Christian? You want yeah, from, questions? From Twitter. I got some Twitter questions. You want Some for us. tweeters? Some tweeters. Some? All right. First question comes from I sorry if I mess up your name. I know you've been a follower of ours for a long time. Nat Candelaria. I think I did that right. At Nat Candelaria twenty four. She, she was said, one of the shout outs on yes, Munch. On <laughs> Munch. Nat, you got shouted out on Fox Sports when Christian was on with Munch in Ohio. Should we be worried about the starting pitching come into coming into October? We kind of touched on all that. Um, I don't want to sit here and say no, you shouldn't be worried. I think a lot of things have to have to play out for you not to be worried. I think Sevi has to come back strong, whether that be as a starting pitcher or a guy you can use to build your bullpen even stronger than it already is. And there's going to be one guy I think that makes or breaks the starting pitching in the postseason, and I think it's James Paxton. I think James Paxton has to step up to the plate and be good in the big game. And I think if that can happen, this team is going to be very, very tough to beat.
1: Sorry, I fell asleep while you were talking because you're so boring.
0: Well, maybe if you fucking listened, you'd learn a little I bit. I did hear. I don't no. fucking need you. Because you say the same things over and over, so maybe you should we just really fucking listen. We really do think that James Paxton's a great pitcher. Mm-hmm.
1: Now, you want to talk about crazy viral videos? Did you see when he got pulled over yes, by the cops? Was, we talked about, about ad, it. Oh yeah, like the, the police officer's um, body cam was released. Officer, that this is my thing. car. I didn't do anything like, wrong. I <laughs>
0: He's get like, on the ground. He's like, you look familiar, and he goes, "Yeah, I'm the Yankees." Did they GM. pull a gun out on him?
1: Yes. Yes. Holy shit! His car was on the. It, his car got stolen. He reported it stolen. The cops retrieved it. But never took it off the stolen list. So he's driving around in it. The cops see it, thinking the car's still friggin' stolen.
2: You think the guy that forgot the report it got DFA'd? Oh, yeah. Big time.
1: Should the Yankees. Yeah, should we be crazy. worried about the Yankees starting pitching? What, if you would had to say what their biggest weakness is heading into the postseason, you would say it's the. Starting pitching. pitching. So, yeah. <laughs> Do I think it's as bad as people make it out to be? No, because we say it a hundred times on here is Tanaka a playoff ace. Yes. yes. Yeah. The, my only concern about Herman really is fatigue level right now.
2: You know what I think's the make or break for starting pitching in the postseason? And
1: I agree with Chris that James Paxton is really the the wild card in all of this. If you get good James Paxton like he was in, in a couple of that game against uh the Red Sox early in the year, and he's had a couple of other really good starts. If you get that James Paxton, that changes things completely. Yeah. I think
2: a big factor is going to be Aaron Boone and his decisions to leave guys in, take guys out. He's going to have to mix and match a lot this postseason with all these bullpen arms, and he's going to be a major, major part of this team. And here's success something
0: I'll I'll back up on that: when the Yankees are winning close games, he's been a much better manager this year. Yeah, I agree. He, Even when they're down in close games, he's been a much if better. If you had manager. to say
2: his biggest weakness last season was his his. Uh, just the way he maneuvered his bullpen and his starting pitching, I I haven't even noticed that this year.
0: No, he's been really good. His biggest issues came when they were down a run or two. Right. Yes. Yes. And but guess who they didn't have last year? Tommy Kinley. Right. I mean Tommy Canely. But guess who
2: they don't have this year? Dellen Betances. Yeah,
0: but they might. They but they might. don't
2: right now. I'm saying like oh, all yeah. season. No, I
0: know. Um. Next question comes from Sean at Sean underscore nyy three. Garrett Cole or bust this off season. You guys agree? Uh,
2: I'm not thinking about that yet, but I that would be great. That, that's somebody that they definitely should like, really
1: you try know, to get. Yes, so they should. Should they go out and get him? Yes. Should they go out and spend a lot of money on him? Yes. But it, is it a bust if you like we said if Houston comes out there and drops this ridiculously large contract on him? No, and it's not a. No, it's you not know. a bust. The only way, if money comes into play,
0: and the Yankees pass up on it, the only way it's not a bust is if James Paxton. Is dominant in the postseason, where mm-hmm. where you know now you have another guy that you can trust in the postseason, and it's not a bust. Maybe even if Cole has a terrible postseason, but if Paxton comes out and he's just falls apart in the spotlight, you're going to need a guy to add to this rotation that you know can be another ace. <laughs> next to Seve, yeah. But let's
2: not even come on. Let's yeah, not even no. think about the off season yet.
0: Next question comes from Bardic Sarsnick. Sorry, definitely not getting that right. Wasn't that at BC Sarsnik twenty three? What's the postseason rotation going to be as of today? Where does Sevi fit in best—starter, bullpen, or opener type? Who's the most important player currently on the DL for the Yankees to get healthy?
1: That whole one
0: sentence. Yeah. So let's start with the DL. Sevy, I'd say, is the most important at this point now. I mean, you need Seve to come back.
1: Yeah, I would say. Mm, yeah, if
0: Tommy Kinley wasn't pitching the way he was, I'd say it's Betances. But I think it's Seve right now. Yeah, I agree. Um, as far as Seve's fit, we kind of we touch on this a lot this episode. We're gonna have to see. I mean, you have to see where he comes.
2: Yeah, I think that's really gonna depend on how he pitches when
0: he comes back off. His the best IL. fit is always going to be as a starting pitcher.
1: I disagree with Ryan's take that he might be a. Like a one-two inning bullpen guy, where you might see two or three times in a series, I don't think that's the route the Yankees are going to go. I do. Maybe he'll, he might be an opener. I think he'll be a guy that follows an opener. Personally, I think but that's, that is
2: the bridge guy. That's kind of my definition of what I'm trying. What I was
1: trying to say. You were trying so he's to say, like the next
2: Nestor Cortez, but yeah, as, I, I they I call see them, him. They call
1: him bulk guys. That's he's going to be
2: the guy that pitches after the starter and before the big guys come in. Yeah, but
1: that's that's probably a one. Once a series type thing that you'll see him in that role. I oh. thought you were trying to see that he would be more of a traditional relief pitcher. Though, that's what you were talking about.
2: No, I, I see him as like a hybrid of a reliever and a Nestor Cortez role player. <laughs> you feel me?
0: And then the postseason rotation again. Tanaka, Tanaka I mean,
2: in game one, Herman game two. And then from there, depending on those the outcome of those two games, you go Paxton or Chad Green.
1: What would you feel more if the Yankees, God forbid, they fell behind 0-2 in the division series? Would you feel more comfortable Severino. throwing a Chagrin opener game or James Paxton in game three? James
0: Paxton. Oof. James Paxton, because I think James Paxton has the mental makeup. Of a guy who is going to be successful in the big game. I think it would
2: also depend on the bullpen usage of the first two games. There. And
0: and as far as the rotation in the postseason goes, it all depends on who they're playing. If they're if they're home, if they're on the road. It doesn't though. Who gets the ball in game one? Well, game Tanaka. one for me right now is Tanaka.
1: Okay, so that's really where you start. And then I think you go Herman game two, and Definitely, then wherever yeah. and then whatever you feel is best opener. James Paxton has James
0: Paxton been better at home or on the road this year? I could I could. Stack
1: guy for those types I think of he's been
0: much better at home.
1: Who's Stack guy, Roy?
0: <laughs> and that I think that's gonna that's gonna play into this big time. I think if if Hap, I mean, if Jesus Christ, if Hap is pitching, we have a problem. But I think if Paxton has a chance to pitch at home, they're gonna pitch him at home. Uh, at home, he has a that is, uh
2: I'll
0: get. I'll go to the next question while you look that up. I think I had some left on uh, on mine here. NY Yankee fan forever. Am I a Yankee fan forever? How long before the commissioner throws a wet blanket on Guardy on Brett's banging? He already.
1: They already kind of did. They already
0: did. We just, yeah. you
1: know, target on their back. I don't know if that was from the commissioner's office or not, but the umpires clearly did, and it's kind of a done. It kind of is a done deal at this point. I don't want to see him doing it anymore.
2: Paxton thirteen starts at home. He's got a four oh two ERA on the road with nine starts, five point two one. So he's better at home. Which both
0: ERAs 65, are atrocious.
2: 65 innings at home, forty eight and a third on the road. So you want a guy with a five two something ERA throwing pitching on the road? Ten home runs at, at home, eleven on the road. So he, he gives up a lot of home runs at home. And
1: oh, I guess you're not team. using him then, unless you want to split Herman. You want to split the righties and put him in between Herman and Tanaka.
2: Thirty walks at home in sixty five innings. That's a lot. Okay, right? He
1: sucks, Ryan. What do you want me to tell you? He, <laughs> he sucks. All
0: right, I say my favorite question for last. <clears throat> cool. Smartest Yankee fan. At genius Yankee fan. I don't even care to read into his the rest of his handle. You're dumb. Here's a question Why the hell should we be optimistic if we just got outscored 34 to 18 and our pitching looks disgusting and our bats are dead outside of playing Baltimore?
1: Maybe you're stupid. Maybe you're just stupid. Okay. Maybe you're just playing out. Why d- should you be optimistic? Why are you dumb? Like you call yourself
0: Yankee genius, and you're how are
2: you a Yankee fan? Even saying they're like fucking that?
0: forty games over five
2: like, hundred. The Yankees want that person to root for them, even at that point. No,
0: no,
1: no yes, Come they do. On, they dude. want they want a, they want him to stand on line for three and a yeah, half innings. Yeah, they to, want to buy them, a nine dollar hot dog. They do. Here's your okay. answer. You're a dumbass. That's my answer. I'm sorry if you Smart listen to this answer, show, man. and that is yeah, your. Care. And that is your take on on the season so far. You're dumb. I'm sorry. How could you be
0: optimistic? This team is what 9, 40 10? games over 500. 40 games over 500. They have the best record in baseball. They have like 14 losses at home since April something. Best record in the AL. Best record in baseball. Uh, what fucking more could this team do right now?
1: How are the bats dead? I don't Outside
0: know. of the '98 team, this team has been the best team we've
1: seen in decades. You know the Indians aren't throwing out Hemnagers on the mound out there. They were managed to come away with a split. I I mean come on now. Let's be realistic. And what do you say about the pitching? Go back and listen to the fucking first 45 minutes of the show. <laughs> they won the games that they had that they they won the games with the, they had legit starting pitchers on the mound.
2: Crazy. And they split a four-game series after how many days in a row have they just played?
1: They played 19 games in 17
2: come, come days, on, man. This is fucking ridiculous. Come on, smart Yankee fan. Dumb Yankee. I don't fans. like even. I don't like calling out fans and stuff. But come on, dude. No, but no. no they called. He called himself yeah, out. Don't, don't don't root for the team. Then just don't watch baseball. If that's if that's how you're gonna feel about what this team has done this season, then clearly you're either not watching or you or you just don't like the Yankees.
1: Right.
0: Or you're just a troll. Yeah,
2: well, pick one, man.
1: You're or you're, you're atrocious. That, that's a, that's a good one. You're just atrocious. You're an atrocious that's troll, atrocious human being. Do you uh, want to get
0: off your phone and and? No, I'm
1: looking at stores, bro. Relax yourself.
0: You're looking at what? Scores. I can't hear you because you're not talking into the I mic. At stores, you can lower your mic. You know, Chris is watching. Anime. You can't do it from there.
1: He's watching animal porn again.
0: Or from there watching Anna. how about uh you know this is an arm right it i don't moves know up and down. you know what you're you know.
1: gonna catch an arm in a minute
0: glaber torres has
2: 29 home runs this year and he has seven games with two two home runs with seven multi-home run games that's so crazy 14 of his 29 home runs have come on the
0: same day my prediction at the beginning you know of the I mean? year was not that glaber torres would win mvp or even come close it was that he would at least be in the discussion he's not why
1: because he's not. He's just not. He's a two eighty hitter. He doesn't have a lot of runs batted in. Yeah, his home run totals are good, but he's not. He's not even the MVP of this team. He's not going to be in the discussion. Where you he say, won't be top ten. I think he's in the discussion of top ten.
2: <laughs> Maybe,
0: but I think he's in. The he's dis- a
2: second base. discussion of of
1: What is his that game? really though? What he might get a vote. He might get like yeah. a third place vote. Yeah. No, that's all. I'm.
0: That's all I said. It's that was not, only. I mean, that was my only prediction. Yeah. Was that he would somewhat be in the mix. Not that he would even come close to winning, which he won't, but he will be talked about. No one's going to talk about him. I I don't know. I all I know nah, is you're I the you're the guy who talks loves, about value out of a position player, right? Nobody what loves labor tours
1: more than I do. But what you, you, to sit there and say that he somebody's going to bring his name up when they talk about an actual MVP? It's not going to happen. It's not going to happen.
0: I disagree. You have a second baseman who's going to hit over thirty home runs.
1: That's not even. The, the not even gonna be considered the MVP of his team. Okay.
0: We're not talk I'm not talking top two guys. I'm just saying Rotors get a
1: vote? Yeah, somebody'll throw him a vote. They'll be like, okay. oh here here's a seventh, here's a seventh place vote. That's all I needed to hear. Okay, so that's, then I'm right. Then you're yeah, all right, okay. That's I mean, all I predicted. If you want, yeah, that's a shitty prediction. No, it wasn't. Because I can say that about a hundred guys that'll get a seventh place vote. Oh, yeah? Who else? I don't know. Probably here. here, here. How about this with Glitter? Xander Bogarts will probably be a more legitimate MVP candidate than... uh, Probably. He's having a hell of a year. Okay. And he's not even in the realm of discussion. Yes, he is. He's just not going to
0: win it. We all know who's going to win it. Mike Trout's going to win. we know the two guys who are going to be the most debated. Mike Tr- Trout. and It's
1: not even really a debate when you look at what they're going to vote on. It's going to be Mike Trout.
2: You look at Gleyber Torres' stats from this year and last year, and he's improved in every, in every category. Yeah, pretty he's much.
0: great. He's, he's a 22 phenomenal years player. old.
1: He's 22 years old. Anybody that even had the, the slightest idea of trading him at a trade deadline is a fucking moron. I'm sorry. I'm sorry yeah. to say that. If you listen to this show and you thought, "Oh, you trade Gleyber Torres for pitching," you're a fucking moron. I'm sorry. That's it's just it, that's just the way it's going to be from here on out. I'm tired of it. I'm just tired of this shit. If there's just too many people that think that they know what the hell is going on out there. Oh yeah, I trade Gleyber Torres for pitching. Who? Who? Yeah, yeah fucking Robbie Ray. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> you're not trading Gleyber Torres for anyone. You couldn't get me to trade Gleyber Torres for fucking Jacob DeGrom, okay? You really couldn't. No. Nor should you. He's too good of a player. He's untouchable.
0: He might be the only untouchable guy this he's team has. He's
1: 22 years old, and he's got 29 home runs. The guy isn't even close to him being in his prime. Not even close. And This is where we're at with him right now. You're not trading him for anybody. He might. <laughs> He might win an MVP. He could win an MVP in the next two years. I think we're absolutely on that path oh, yeah. for him.
0: If he's going to keep getting better, of course. And that's what you hope. He's got to stay healthy.
1: We did have another question here. Somebody quote tweeted it. Uh, I didn't see it. You know, we'll, we'll just answer it here, here real quick. Uh, Marv, The Marv Zone he thinks he's like some ESPN Times, Times Square restaurant here. How do I how do you realistically think the Yankees are going to do on this upcoming trip? They're going 0 and 9 because that's what you guys want. You want them to go 0 and 9, they're going to go 0 9. They're going to get embarrassed in Oakland. It's not even going to I mean, really should they even make the trip to Los Angeles? Should they even make it? The, should they just skip over it and go I right think, to Seattle?
0: I think they're going to go 6 and 3. They have 9 games? Yeah. 6 and 3. That's my prediction.
1: Honestly, they'll probably go four and five. They don't play well in Oakland.
0: How many times have you said that this team's going to go 500 or they're going to go just under 500 or maybe just over 500, and they just somehow find a way to win more games than than they're losing? Go
1: four and five, five and four on this trip, I'm satisfied. Yeah, I'll okay? go five. I'm, I'm
0: satisfied at that too, but I think they go six and three.
1: They go six and three. Then I don't want to hear any more about anything. No, I don't want to hear right. any more goddamn negativity until the first until the first ball, and not meaning pitch. The first ball is thrown in the postseason. Look, it's one and oh, they fucking <laughs> suck. Oh, look, Tanaka threw a ball and pitch on the first pitch. They told you they needed starting pitching. It's gonna get. I'm telling you, it's. I'm just 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 bracing myself for it. it's gonna be bad I see the way the fans act now these games really don't mean anything and yeah you want to tell me till so you're blue in the face how important home field advantage is and i agree with you 120 home field advantage is key the yankees are going to the world series if they get home field advantage i really truly believe that in my heart but these games in the realm of things—they don't mean anything. This division is locked up. They have a three-game lead over Houston. It's more important to get these guys healthy. That's what's most important. That's what these next thirty-eight games need to be—or thirty-six games need to be about. And you flip out every time a run is scored. First inning, Paxton gives up a run. You don't even want to wait and see if the team can come back. How many times does a team fucking come back from a one-nothing, two-nothing yeah. deficit in the first inning? You know, yeah, that team sucks. I told you, but. Blah, blah. It's gonna get. It's gonna be ugly if they don't win the World Series this year. It's gonna be ugly, and I might delete Twitter because I'm not gonna want to. I'm telling you, I'm not gonna want to deal with. I it. I
0: love it too that last year it's they. They can't beat bad teams. They suck against the Orioles. Now this year they fucking destroy the Orioles to a point where the owner probably contemplated uh, just getting rid of the entire team. And now it's they only beat the Orioles, but they had the they second best winning this.
1: percentage in Major League Baseball against teams above 500.
0: Right, and and uh. He only hits well against the Orioles and they only do this. Or then I got a text from my buddy Gibbs the other day. You know my buddy Gibbs?
1: Nah, he texted heard me them. the other
0: day after they lost, after they were getting killed against the Indians. He goes, Oh, I guess Baltimore's out of town. The Yankees are. Lo-. I said, What are you fucking out of your mind? They're 40 games over 500. You don't do that by just by playing teams like the Orioles.
1: And you, I'm telling you, even if the Yankees go on, God willing, win this World Series, right? And they do it in six games. You're gonna have people complaining why it took so long. Oh, they should have yeah, won five yeah. games. They should have swept. Well, whatever.
0: As long as they win it, that's all I care about.
1: <sighs> it's it's tough. It's uh, I don't I don't know what it is. Uh, you just can't you just can't just sit back and and watch. I, I we all have the same goal here. We all want the Yankees to win the World Series, but we're not there yet. We're in the middle of August so until we get to October stop really being like this just be happy that you can take you know the next couple of weeks off where you don't really have to sit there and stress about regular season games We you finally, don't have to
0: we finally have a team that is going to lock up the division they have a comfortable comfortable lead nice and comfortable and warm and now we're taking and again I'm not saying that home field advantage isn't Important It is. It is very, very crucial. But don't use that as an excuse now to just complain when they don't win these games at this point. Yes, would it be fantastic? Would it be, would it put them in a position to probably be the favorites to win it all? Yes. But if they don't get it, If they lose these games and it just happens that they lose home field advantage, that's not something to just sit there and say, that's it, it's over. No, you still have to be confident in this team because of how well they've played all year. Stop using this as an excuse to not just be happy with the team that's being put on this field and winning almost every single time they go out there. My God, this team goes on a little bit of a losing streak. Lose two, three games, whatever. They come back and win eight, nine.
2: What was the last series they lost at home?
1: Uh, the second series of the year.
2: Of the whole season. Yeah. Really? Yeah, so, I mean, there you go. Since,
1: yeah, if you go back to April, they lost back-to-back series to start the year to Baltimore. In the, no, I'm sorry, the third series of the year, okay? They lost their first three series of the year at home to Baltimore. This is how tell You that they weren't playing well to start because they lost a series to Baltimore, Detroit, and the White, and Sox. The White Sox. Since yeah. then, they have not lost a series at home. They've tied a couple, they split, you know, they split a couple, but they have not lost a series since the beginning of yeah, since I mid think,
2: April. I think since then, they've only lost 14 games at home. It's crazy, crazy because that was six losses, probably. So, right again, there. yeah,
1: it's very, very important this team locks up home field advantage, but not at the expense of getting these players healthy. And I think that's a where we should leave the show right now. I agree. And uh, look ahead real quick. Uh, the Yankees are going to be in Oakland uh, Tuesday. They finally get a day off, travel day, of course, so they can't even really, like, relax uh, going out to California. And crazy stretch, 19 games in 17 days is over. It's not going to get any easier for them because, like we said, now they're in Oakland, a place that they don't play very well. And Oakland's in one of their post-All-Star break hot streaks, which has become the norm for them where they just go – Absolutely berserk after the All Star break, where they start making a, a, a play for the postseason. Although you got to like the pitching matchup in Game One, Tuesday night, uh Herman versus Homer. Homer Bailey is that Homer Bailey? That can't be Homer Bailey. Is no it? way.
0: There's no yeah, way. It might be. What's he fucking fifty five years old? Christian Bale. He looks like Christian. It Bale. is Homer Bailey. Didn't he get rocked in the old.
1: in the head? Couple years well, ago, he's, he's got a five point. Well, didn't he get traded to the Dodgers already. or something this year? He sucks, Uh, but he'll probably spin a gym because you know. And then, and then, bad, and then uh, it's Hap versus Fires, and then the and then a weird nine thirty start. What what the hell that half an hour is going to do for anybody? I don't know. But then it's Tanaka versus Tanner Roark to close out the series, and then, and then a very interesting series over the weekend: Uh the Dodgers against the Yankees out in L.A. Uh Three games, ten ten, four oh five, and then uh, wrap up Sunday night baseball seven oh five. Uh, that could be, you know, that would be looking into your crystal ball there, a little bit of your future. So we'll see what happens there. Um, I think we're going to have to get creative for recording on Sunday because uh, we can't get together during the afternoon to do our traditional pregame for Sunday night baseball. So we might have you watch us watch the game. Watch us watch um, the game. We'll come up with something original there. Oh. So uh, that's the week ahead there. Uh, let's see what happens. You know, the Yankees just got to keep going out there and knocking games off scheduled. schedule. Stay healthy. Play good baseball. It's basically what it comes down to right now. Bada bing. All right. So thank you for listening to episode 139 of the NYYST podcast. Follow us on Twitter at NYYSportsTalk. Follow File Stack guy, Rye, at IJerkOffToAnime.com. Oh, Ooh. I love it. No, that's not you. That's him. That's me. I thought you said Stack Guy Ryan. I did, but that's him that does. He watches the uh, animal. Well, they make it his fucking handle, not mine. All right, <laughs> all right. So thank you for listening, Stack Guy Ryan. Oh. Chris, say goodbye. Hey!